Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ramadan Mubarak to you and yours. This Ramadan, as we all gather to share a meal with our loved ones, we need to remember those in Gaza who are also gathering to share a meal with so many who aren't there that were just there a year ago. Since October the 7th, the Human Development Fund has assisted over 200,000 people in Gaza, providing them with essential aid, such as food baskets, water, hot meals, winter items, shelter, hygiene kits, and baby formula. Your generous contributions are making a significant impact, especially in Rafah. Let's sustain this momentum and continue providing crucial support during this sacred and blessed month. Please visit hdfund.org slash qalam. That's hdfund.org slash qalam, Q-A-L-A-M, to learn more about our global reach this Ramadan and choose where you'd like to direct your support during this blessed month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month a time of mercy, solace, acceptance, and triumph for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And may Allah continue to use all of us as a means and never replace us. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. From the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month, you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras, and khutbas, all from our new campus, alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. All right, bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhubbak wa hubba amalin yuqarribuna ila hubbak ya arhamar rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask you for your love. We ask you for the love of those actions that will gain your love. And we ask you for the love of those people who you love, ya arhamar rahimin. Bismillah. So we're continuing with our next session of Riyadh al-Salihin. Um, and we're in the chapter of Sabr. Sabr. Um, it's a word that we use a lot in Islamic circles. Uh, but I think it's often misunderstood or not deeply understood enough. Um, so before we go into the next like hadith on this topic, I wanted to explain how uh, Imam Maqtasi kind of breaks down in his book, Muqtasar Minhaj Al-Qasidin. He breaks down this concept of sabr uh, in a very beautiful way. I want to share that with you. So he basically says like the insan, the human being, when he's born, um, from the beginning, all he has is, is uh, these desires. He needs to eat, he needs to sleep. That's it. He needs to. He needs attention. He has these basic primitive desires, and he says, "Mithul Bahima." He's somewhat just like a beast in a way. Just, just these desires that are inside. Lam yakhluk fihi illa shahwa. He's like he only has desires inside of him. Um, so first is shahwa for just food, and then he says, "Thumma yuthir shahwa tilaab." Then all he wants to do is play. Right. That's it. They want to play all day. Trust me. Okay. You'll know what it's like. Was zina. Then he said he goes to the next level, which is the shahwa of just beautification. You know, like the preteen, teenage, while you care about how you look, he goes, that's the next level. Then the shahwa desire for the opposite gender. Now look what he says. But he doesn't have this ability inside of him to um, hold back, to hold back. 
Um, then he says, but then something clicks inside. He reaches something called sinotemiz, sinotemiz. Uh, in the Urdu language, they have this interesting thing. They say, uh, but to me, when someone is acting up, it's a really interesting thing because it, it means you're, you're, you don't have, bud means bad, like uh, bud surat, bud, it just means bad, right? So, but to means you don't have good to you can't distinguish. You just do stuff, right? That's where it actually comes from, pretty deep word actually. So he says, then when this child reaches the age of to where they start to have a bit of cognitive like understanding. He says, a bit of the nur comes in at that moment. He goes, a bit, a bit of the nur comes in. So like you can you can tell the child, okay, you know, don't don't eat this right now, come back, I'll give you one more. And now at this certain age, they should be able to recognize, wait, let me wait, I'll get more. So then he says, a bit of that nur comes at the age of Tamiz when the intellect comes. He says, but this this the person still doesn't have enough to, to reach the masalah of the akhirah, to reach Allah's pleasure with just those faculties. He's like, then when the person knows Allah, knows the Rasul, knows the shara, now this person has all of the weapons, he uses the word weapons, necessary for this war that's going to take place. What war? He says, well, here's the war. The war is this. The war is that, Inside naturally are these things that a person desires. You, you love them. Naturally, they feel good. They're attractive. You love them. And the aql, the intellect, and the sharia are saying stop. So he's like, There's a war every day. Waking up for fajr. It's the war. Body says sleep. Everything else says let's get up. Uh, the, the heart, the ruh says let's get up. So he says, Where's the battlefield? I'm sure you could guess. The qalb. That's the battlefield. That's where the, the fight's going on. Fasabr. Now this is crazy. He says the word sabr, all of this was to introduce sabr. He says, Fasabr, Ibaratun and Thibatun. He says, Sabr is a term that means to hold strong the tools of the heart. Like the, the sabr is the, the tools of the sharia and the aql. To hold them strong, that's the concept of sabr. In the face of the desire, in the face of everything else. If a person is able to hold strong in the face of desire or anything else, they're considered sabirin. So then he says, and this is the last thing I'll break down and we'll read some hadith. He says, listen, there's two types of sabr. Sabr badini, sabr of the body. You see lately, like a lot of these dudes that way it work out, they do this thing where they get into the ice water. You know what I'm talking about, Zachariah? Right? That takes sabr badini. There's nothing, it's just, it's just overpower it. Someone's yelling at your face or you just relax, I don't know, you breathe, whatever, right? Um, so the, the, he says sabr badini, that's the first type, right? He says, but there's another type. He says sabr nafsi, nafsi, which we would call like a psychological almost sabr. He goes, now listen, this is where it's deep. He goes, if the sabr is related to your stomach, and your private area, this sabr is called chastity. Or the word ifa in Arabic. It's a hard word to translate in English, but chastity is the best. Like you, you eat just the, what you're supposed to, and regarding sexual relations, you stay within the bounds. That's called ifa. Ain fata marbuta. He says if the sabr is related to fighting, like, a, like literal physical fighting, this is called shuja'a. What is? 
bravery, right? What I'm trying to show you is sabr, it looks different in different situations. Sabr in the battlefield isn't to sit there and just be like, let me put my head down. No, that's not sabr. Because the, the situation is causing for you to flee. And children are naturally just scared. We, that's what I said. Remember, when you're young, you don't have the sabr. They see something scary, they just run right away. But as the aql comes and as we learn the reward, then the aql goes, no, no, no. I'm scared, but I'm going to stay right now. That's called shuja'a. He says, فَإِنْ كَانَ مِنْ كَذِمِ الْغَيْثِ If the sabr is related to holding back anger, this is called hilm, forbearance. And it's beautiful. He says, وَإِنْ كَانَ This is a good one. I read this like, subhanAllah. If the sabr is related to holding something in, this is called keeping a secret. How many people, they just can't do it. They can't hold it. They can sit in that ice water all day. But you tell them one secret and say, don't tell anybody. Man, the moment they walk out of that masjid, but, but don't tell nobody. I'm just going to tell you, but don't tell nobody. The reason I wanted to say this, and then he said in musibas, a calamities, that's just called sabr. So the one who's patient in the calamity, the loss of a loved one, loss of a job, whatever it may be, that's just called sabr. My point is this word sabr, it's so broad. And whatever it relates to, it has a, a different fruition or a different way it materializes. And so in all of those areas, you see the concept of sabr or patience materializing in a slightly different way. So with that broader understanding of sabr, let's take a look at what Imam Noah shares with us, a few verses of the Qur'an, and then one or two hadith, inshaAllah ta'ala. Qala ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sbiru wa sabiru. O you who believe, be patient and compete with one another in patience. Compete with one another. Waqala ta'ala, you know, we like, especially guys, we love to compete. We'll compete in anything. Any, it could be silly, or we'll compete, I'll race you, like whatever, dumb stuff. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenged us. He's like, wasbiru, wasabiru. Be patient, but also compete in patience. Who can be more patient? God says, surely we will test you with fear. The natural instinct is to run. The natural instinct is to eat. Right? Kids, why is it so hard to teach children how to, how to, how to fast? Right? My kids are little. Right? It's just like, I'm hungry. Why would I not? Like, Allah. They're like, okay. <laughs> right? And then like 20 minutes later, it's like, I'm hungry again. Why'd you eat? I was hungry. I was like, what about Allah? Like, oh yeah, let me start the fast again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like natural kid, the child doesn't have sabr. It doesn't jewel. Jewel is there. Hunger is there. I'm going to eat. That's it. And there will be a loss of wealth. Right? That's that loss of job, loss of wealth. It's going to happen. You might lose lives, people around you. And the fruit, whether it be physical or whether it be, uh, whether it be literal or metaphorical, fruit of life. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And glad tidings to the people who are patient. So now we get it. وَقَالَ تَعَالَ إِنَّمَا يُوَفَ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِهِ سَابِ Allah says, indeed, the sabirun will be given their reward بِغَيْرِهِ سَابِ وَلَمَنْ صَبَرَ وَغَفَرَ Indeed, those who are patient and forgive. Remember we just said, like when it's related to anger, that's a different type of sabr. وَلَمَنْ صَبَرَ وَغَفَرَ Indeed, those who are patient and forgive. Those are the things that take high determination. 
Just one more verse. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى إِسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَةِ Seek help through patience and prayer. Look at Ramadan. Month of sabr. That's all it is. We just waiting. That's it. From the sun down, sun up, sun down. We just wait. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting to break my fast. What does the Muslim wait for all his life? To break his fast. Go to Jannah. Allahu Akbar. So now, let's read a hadith. وَأَنْ أَبِي مَالِكْ حَارِثْ بِنْ عَاسِمِ الْأَشْعَرِ So Abu, uh, Abu, uh, Abu Malik al-Harith al-Ash'ari قال قال رسول الله the Prophet ﷺ he said الطهور شطر الإيمان Purification is half of faith whether it's physical purification or the heart being pure from anger, from hasid, from jealousy holding grudges a lot of people hold grudges these days for a long time like bro that was three years ago let it go Nope, still there. Even a little bit. Even a little grimace. Sometimes you say a person's name and a person's like, like, bro, you still holding on to that? Oh, no, I ain't angry. Yes, you are. You just grimaced and made a face when that person's name was mentioned. Why are you still holding on to that? Let go. Life, life goes on. Walhamdulillah tamla'ul mizan. And alhamdulillah fills one of the balances. So basically what this is saying is like every time, so on the, the day of judgment has scales, right? SubhanAllah, man. Scales of good deeds, scales of bad deeds, right? And they just start weighing them, every, all the deeds. But whenever the scale is feel, filled, excuse me, whenever the scale, scale is filled with the bad deeds, then now the good deeds are brought to balance those out, to, to ne negate those. So this hadith is saying, Whenever it's filled completely with bad deeds, one will, alhamdulillah, will, will cancel that out. One. Right? Just so you can understand the weight of alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah is a powerful statement. Well, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, tamla'an. And subhanallah, alhamdulillah, will fill it twice. We'll fill, we'll fill one side of the scale twice. Ma bayna samawati wal salatu nur. Prayer is a light for you. Prayer is a light. There's a, there's a subhanallah. Um, there's a hadith. No, it's a verse of Quran in Surah. Hadith, thank you. Um, subhanallah, this is a deep thing. I, I don't have time to go as deep as we can, but basically on the Day of Judgment, it's very dark. Day of Judgment is very dark, and Day of Judgment isn't just like stand here. There's a low-key, without making a bad example, obstacle course. You got to get through stuff. You got to get through stuff. You're not just waiting at one place. And the Prophet said, everyone will have a light with them according to their iman. They'll have their own light so that you can see. The Prophet said, some people will have huge light in front of them. But some people will have light the size, he said, he said, the size of their pinky. And even on top of that, it's just blinking. It's just blinking. It's not even on. It's like, you know how you got to hit the, the battery of the, the flashlight? It's like that. It's just blinking. May Allah protect us. So, a salatu nur, your prayer is a light for you in the hereafter. Coming to prayers in the nighttime, the Prophet said, that's light on the day of judgment. Anytime it's a nighttime prayer and the sun ain't out, coming to that prayer is extremely special because that's nur on the day of judgment. Why? Because you came in the darkness. So, if you went into the darkness for the sake of God, God's like, I'm going to give you light then. It's beautiful. Charity is a proof. What proof on what? Truth that you really believe in the Akhirah. Because I'm going to literally give you this thing that is beloved to me. Because I know, inshallah, I'm going to get it back. So charity is a proof. It's a proof that you truly believe. 
And now, there's an Arabic word here. The word nur is like light. But diya means light, but it's a different type of light. Like the difference between the moon and the sun. Right? So the moon, on a pitch black night, when the moon is out, right? Someone sitting next to you, you can see their face. That moon is bright. But this is the sun, we see what the sun gives us, subhanAllah. So the word light here for sabr is like the sun. Sabr is a whole nother level of light for your life. If you learn how to be patient, if you learn how to hold yourself, whole nother level of accomplishments you can achieve in this dunya and the akhirah. And the Quran will either be a proof for you or a proof against you. May Allah make it a proof for us, yo. With that, you get what that means? That means basically this Quran on the day of judgment will either be a witness on your behalf. Like, Ya Allah, he listened to me. He read me. He tried his best. He was there at the Tarawi. He listened to the tafsir when he could. He, he, I know, I know. I was there. Or the Quran be like, I don't know that dude. I don't know him. He ain't know me. I don't know him now. May Allah protect us. And just because you know the Quran doesn't mean it's going to be on your side. Because now it's like, oh, I know him. But he didn't do what I said. You see, there's different levels. Some people are like, oh, I'm good on that one. No, uh-uh, chill out. <laughs> are you acting on it? Are you acting on it? Are you living according to it? Kullun nas yagdu. Oh, favorite part of this hadith. Kullun nas yagdu. Every human being wakes up in the morning. Okay. Fabayu'un nafs. And they're selling their soul. They're in a transaction for their soul. Some people save it, some people destroy it. I'm going to say that part again. It always hits me different. Everybody wakes up in the morning. Every, you ever get on traffic and just think like every car, everybody's on their own mission? No? Am I the only one who thinks these weird thoughts? Okay. You know, you're driving, you know, you're like, dang, everybody's just doing their own thing, yo. I wonder what that person's doing today. Like, what did he eat for breakfast today, right? Everybody wakes up in the morning. And every single human being on that day is in a transaction for their soul. That day is a special day. Some people free it from the fire that day. They do what they need to do. They charity, believe in Allah, worship Allah, do all the goodness they could do. Then, but some people that day becomes a way of uh, destroying their soul. It's a crazy hadith. Rawahu Imam Muslim. So may Allah give us an understanding of sabr, inshallah. This is the month of sabr. So, you know, this is the crash course in it. God forces it upon us. You will learn what sabr is, whether you like it or not. So may Allah make us of those who love the lesson and benefit from this month, inshallah. Jazakallah khair. Subhanakallahum wa bihamdik nashadu an la ilaha illa ant nastaghfiru wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaykum.